Life Audio. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Very glad to have you joining me. And this is the third installment. If you've been following along, the third installment of my, uh, we're calling them update podcast on this 22 for 22 challenge that I've been involved in. I have been running a marathon a day every single day as this is being recorded for 16 days. And uh, when this is uh, is pushed out later this week, I will be on day 19. So in just a couple of days. Uh, marathon a day, 26.2 miles. In fact, this uh, last weekend, I finished the Charlotte Marathon here in uh, Charlotte, North Carolina. And so many lessons, as you can imagine, have come from that. And I've been trying to glean those, write those down, and then share them with you. So today we're going to jump into uh, a lesson that I have been learning. And I know it's one that can be helpful for you. The lesson is this. In life, we have to do the very best we can with what we have, where we are. Do the very best we can with what we have, where we are. We're going to talk about that today, and I know it's a very simple concept, but I believe it's one that can be powerful when we get a hold of it, and it has been a help to me. So we'll come back and talk about that in just a minute. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolf. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in... Anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hello and welcome to the March or Die show today. Again, very glad to have you joining me and uh, looking forward to sharing uh, something that I've been trying to learn over the last uh, couple of weeks. And uh, I hope that this will be a help to you as well. 
Uh, before we jump into all of that, I'll remind you, if you have not yet subscribed to the podcast, please do that. Now, if you've been listening for the last couple of weeks or you've stumbled on this, I don't talk about running and marathons and lessons learned while running every week. Uh, it does come up occasionally, but uh, most weeks we're talking specifically about how to move forward in our lives when it feels like things are out of control, when perhaps the world around us is blowing up. What do we do? How do we move forward? We say it this way. How do we march when it would be easier to stay where we are and die? I talk about that every week. I have great guests on that help with that. But right now I'm in the middle of a challenge that uh, we're doing as part of the Mighty Oaks Foundation, the organization that I work with, a challenge called the 22 for 22 challenge. And uh, again, if you've heard this, you're going to hear it one more time. You might even hear it one more time. For those of you that are new, what is the 22 for 22 challenge? We are told or have been for many, many years that uh, more than 20 veterans every single day take their lives. And we've talked about what the real numbers are and what that looks like. But the number 22 is a number that has come to be synonymous with veteran suicide. And there are a lot of 22 push-up challenges and different challenges related to uh, veteran suicide with that number 22. And so this year, the Mighty Oaks Foundation, again, that's who I work for. We uh, work with veterans and active duty service members and first responders. And uh, we often deal with trauma and issues related to military service or service in the community and uh, are trying to take on this suicide issue head on. And so this year, as we have come into Veterans Day, our Veterans Day uh, campaign, Veterans Day Challenge, is what we are calling the 22 for 22 Challenge. 22 for 22 Challenge, and a big part of that is me running one marathon a day for 22 days, started October 21st, and will end on Saturday, November 11th. That's Veterans Day, so as you listen to this in just a couple of days, Saturday, November 11th will be the last marathon of 22, and uh, I'll be really happy to get that done, of course. But we have been talking about the issue, veteran suicide. But more than just talking about the issue, we have been doing our best to point to a solution. What is the solution? Well, it was a big problem. What is the solution? Through the work that we do at Mighty Oaks, we have had the opportunity um, again and again and again, thousands of times, to help men and women understand that regardless of what they've been through in their lives, if they will learn how to align their life to the life God created them to live, then the traumas, the trials, the difficulties of their past, those things don't go away. But what they will do is be able to move forward in spite of them. Those things don't have them bound or chained anymore. They're there, of course. We remember our past is our past. Those are experiences that uh, can even help to build us. But we can move forward in spite of those things if we will. And that's what we talk about at the Mighty Oaks Foundation. We understand that God created us with purpose, with design, with hope, that a relationship with him through his son, uh, Jesus, is the way to break free of that. And uh, man, we've been blessed to be a part of that. And so as we talk about the problem, we want to point to the solution. And part of pointing to the solution is understanding that the programs that we run, the help that we give costs nothing <laughs> to uh, the student, the veteran, the service member, the first responder. Uh, we cover even the cost of travel, but we are able to do that because folks donate and come alongside. If you'd like more information on what we do at Mighty Oaks, go to mightyoaksprograms.org, mightyoaksprograms.org. If you'd say, well, I'm in, 
how can I support what you're doing and the runs you're doing and raising funds? Uh, we have a separate, uh, and you can give on the, the main website, Mighty Oaks Programs, but we set up a separate uh, web address just to give to support the 22 for 22 challenge. And the web address is mightyoaksrun.com. Mightyoaksrun.com. If you go there, you can uh, give directly to support. And everything that comes in from this challenge and from this campaign goes directly to scholarshipping men and women to our programs. So I am uh, pretty deep into uh, this challenge. I am in the last week, which I'm excited to be in the last week. A lot of moving parts. I started in California and uh, did several in California. I was in Washington, D.C. for several days while there, ran the Marine Corps Marathon, then traveled to Charlottesville, Virginia, and uh, did a speaking event in Charlottesville. But again, while I was there for a couple of days, uh, ran my own marathons in Charlottesville, Virginia. Then we made our way to Charlotte, North Carolina, different Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. And uh, we've been here for several days. And um, on Saturday this week, ran the Charlotte Marathon. Uh, great experience. Both of those were a great experience. And then this coming Sunday, or coming Saturday, rather, I'll be in Texas and we'll finish up. And then I'm flying to Norfolk, Virginia, where I'll be speaking. In between all of that, in just a couple of days, I'll be down, down in Tampa uh, doing a speaking event. So it has been a crazy, crazy couple of weeks. I uh, will have been on the road for three weeks by the time I get home. And uh, I travel a lot, but uh, this is a, a little more than usual. So uh, looking forward to uh, getting through this. It's been a great experience. Um, but happy to get to the other side of it and be able to get home and get back to regular life. But as I've gone through this, there are just so many things to learn. And it's it's been crazy. I, I was thinking about this this morning. I spend so much time by myself right now. Um, it takes me between five and six hours typically to finish um, these miles every day. So I get up depending on what's happening in my life. If I have somewhere I need to be in the afternoon or whatever, I'll get up earlier or later. Um, trying to balance rest with productivity. And so I'll figure out when I need to get up, I'll get up and I'll head out the door and I won't come back for um, five to six hours, just depending on how I'm feeling and, and what's going on. And so I'm spending a lot of time by myself and uh, have a lot of thoughts and, you know, God has kind of wired me, I think, to try to find the lesson in things. And so a lot of things have come to mind and um, man, so many of them are personal, uh, personal in that I'm learning personally, these lessons, uh, patience is something that I thought I understood, man, I've really been learning, uh, you know, the true essence of patience, just letting the plan unfold and letting it come to me and dealing with issues, dealing with things as they come. Um, but so many lessons, and I even started a little journal, uh, which I'm not a big journaler. I, I do write things down in a journal from time to time, but not on a regular basis. But every day of this challenge, I've been journaling just some thoughts and what's going on. And um, someday I might want to look back and, and uh, remember these things. But one of the lessons that I've been trying to kind of put into words um, and trying to understand for myself over the last, uh, really probably the entire entirety of this, this event, <laughs> and I've alluded to this a little bit, but uh, this is the the lesson, and it's what I started with uh, at the top of uh, of the show. Uh, in life, we need to do the very best that we can with what we have, where we are. <laughs> we need to do the very best that we can with what we have, where we are. And I'll tell you where that came from for me. 
I have been talking about doing this challenge for quite a while. And, you know, there are a lot of reasons that this is what uh, I chose to do or what I said I would do. And um, a big part of that is just kind of the influences in my life. We all have influences. I've been a runner for a long time. I've talked about about a lot of this, but uh, I've been a runner for a long time. I haven't competed ever until about three years ago. And then I started running um, ultra marathons. I've, I've run one 100 miler. I ran a 100 kilometer race at 62 miles. Uh, and I've run a bunch of 50 K. So I think I've run six ultra marathons altogether just in the last couple of years. And so you, know, you plan for those. I prepare for those. I train for those. And what that means is I started listening to podcasts and reading newsletters and reading articles and, and, uh, reading books on, on all things endurance and all things, uh, kind of the ultra world. And I'm, you know, 47 years old, almost like 47 in a couple of weeks. So I'm not young. I'm not new getting into this. I'm just trying to learn what I need to, to understand how to get through events. I'm not trying to win, just trying to get through events. Right. So I've been learning all these things and then following on social media, a lot of people who are professional athletes in this world. And what I've learned by watching these people is that there are just some incredible, incredible humans out there. I mean, there are people who do, um, well over a hundred marathons in a row. Uh, someone recently did 200 ultra marathons in a row, 250 kilometer distances in a row. There are always uh, multi-stage, multi-day races where people are running 60 or more miles a day for uh, days on end to get through a race and they're racing other people. I mean, there are just these unbelievable events. And when you immerse yourself in that world, you realize how big those events are. <laughs> and, and in comparison, uh, how uh, incapable uh, I am of ever doing anything like that. Um, I was explaining, and I think I've explained this on the podcast, but uh, I was explaining to someone, you know, doing 22 marathons. And, and uh, this is someone who doesn't follow, you know, the world of endurance running or ultra marathoning or anything. And, and they were just blown away by it. And to me, it seems like such a small thing because of the people that I follow and the people that I read after and the podcast I listen to. Uh, this is not a huge, for others, this is not a huge deal. Now, um, it is a big deal. <laughs> it's five to six hours a day of running for 22 days. I will have covered 576 miles in 22 days when it's over. It is a big deal. But compared to those who are professionals in this realm, um, it's a pretty small thing. Now, here's what happens. We can take what we're doing. We can take what we feel like we should be doing. This is something I feel like at this time in my life I should be doing. I've gotten uh, the support of those that I work with and my family and others. I've had to do a lot of planning and, and get a lot of things in place to make this happen. And, and I get all of those pieces in place and all of that work is done. And I really feel like I'm giving everything I have to it. And it's easy for me. And it has been easy for me to, in the midst of this, feel bad about what I'm doing because others are doing so much more. Now, what I'm doing is not for a medal. It's not for a first, second or third place finish in a race. It really is to highlight a major issue that's taking place in our country and one that we need to address and one that we can address. And so I feel like my reason may be different, but a lot of people do incredible things uh, for really 
great reasons. And I look at what I'm doing and think it's just not that much. What I've been reminded of, and this is what I've been struggling with, I guess, in my mind, is to come back to an understanding. And this phrase helps me understand it. For all of us, we need to do the very best that we can. We'll talk about that in just a second. With what we have, where we are. We need to do the very best that we can with what we have, where we are. You see, comparing ourselves to others is an empty exercise. It's good to be motivated by others. Uh, it's good in, in some ways to be driven by others or to see what is possible because of what others have done. I, I wouldn't be doing this if I hadn't seen what a lot of incredible other people have done. <laughs> I mean, well beyond anything I'm trying to do. Be motivated, be inspired, be pushed. But comparing ourselves to others is an empty exercise. It bears no fruit. We can always find people who are doing less than us. That's easy. But also, if we're looking, we can always find people who are doing more. And so it's an empty exercise. We compare ourselves to others. And when we see how big the accomplishments of others might be or how uh, capable they are, we can compare what we have to what they have. I've talked, talked about comparison in the past, but we can compare what we have to what they have and just decide it's not worth it. So not only are we not doing what they're doing, we're not doing anything. <laughs> we're not doing what we're capable of. Comparing ourselves to others is an empty exercise. An honest evaluation of whether or not we are doing all that we can with all that we have where we are is how we live up to our God-given potential. Now, I don't want you to miss that. An honest evaluation. Now, this honest evaluation, right? It's hard to be honest. This includes asking God. You know, as the psalmist said, uh, try me. Know my heart. <laughs> know my thoughts. Know my ways. And see if there any be any wicked way in me. That's what the psalmist prayed for. But we need to ask God. God, show me. Help me to understand. Am I sincere in this? Is this the best that I can do? Help me to be able to honestly evaluate myself. Maybe it's getting with a friend who knows us well and will be honest with us, kind, <laughs> not unkind, kind, but honest with us. And they can help evaluate us. But an honest evaluation where we look at ourselves, not compared to others, but we look at ourselves and ask the question, honestly, am I doing the best that I can? You see, that's potential. There are books written. There are podcasts dedicated to. <laughs> there are conversations had around this issue of what makes people great. What makes people capable? What makes one person be able to do something when another person can't? How does all of that work? People are talking about it and they think they have it figured out and then they address it again and then they have another guest on and then they write another book. We don't know exactly what makes one person capable in one area more capable in one area than someone else. We don't understand all of that. There are some factors we can pinpoint, but we don't understand all of it. So the goal should be sincerely to ask the question, God, using a friend, self-reflection, am I 
doing the best that I can do. What does that mean? Am I using everything that I have where I am? You see, it's easy for us to say, well, if I had more of this or that, if I was in a different place than I could accomplish, and then we name what we could accomplish, we fulfill our God-given potential when we honestly evaluate ourselves on the basis of, (laughs) am I doing the best I can with what I have where I am? Listen, that may not resonate with you, but that has been a great help to me. Because I can easily fall into the trap of comparison, and then that drives me to a place of just saying it doesn't matter, or no one cares, or why should I try, and all these things that we say to ourselves. We talk so often on this this podcast about marching when it would be easier to stay where we are and die. Well, what does that mean? It means understanding that in spite of obstacles and trials and tribulations and the stuff that's in front of us, it matters whether or not we press forward. It's not really about what other people are doing. It's not even about what we've done in our past. It's about right now doing the very best we can with what we have, (laughs) where we are. And I think if we can get a hold of that, it changes the conversation It changes the game, and it allows us at every stage of our life, well-equipped or not, in the right place, (laughs) or in a place that is very difficult, it doesn't matter. Our circumstance doesn't dictate. Always, we will do the best we can with what we have, where we are. That is the lesson for today. I hope it's a help to you, at least get some thoughts going in your mind. It has been a great help to me, and I I roll these things over my head probably a thousand times over the the course of a run. And I've been trying to get a hold of this one for the last uh, couple of weeks because it just feels sometimes like, man, as hard as I'm trying and as as much as I'm giving to this and uh, the wear and tear on my body and all these things, Is it worth it? Does it matter? Well, the real question is, Jeremy, are you doing the best you can? I feel like I am. (laughs) Doing the best you can with what you have. That's the body I've been given, the time, the resources, the opportunities I have. Yeah, I think so. Where you are right now, that's not a locale. That's time and space, this, this time in my life. And if the answer to those questions is yes then truly we can live up to our God-given potential, and that should be the goal. Again, I hope that's a help to you. A little bit of a shorter episode again this week. Next week, we'll uh, get into some other things. We move on. Uh, I'm trying to think through whether or not next week I want to do a full recap of all of this. Maybe I will. Um, I'll be at home and not running a marathon every day and probably drinking a lot of coffee So I'm looking forward to that, but uh, I'll let you know next week. Uh, Again, if you'd like to support what we are doing here at Mighty Oaks, uh, you can go to our website, uh, mightyoaksprograms.org, mightyoaksprograms.org. If you'd like to support what I am doing through this 22 for 22 challenge, uh, I'd love to have your support. 
Again, everything we raise goes directly to scholarshiping uh, folks into our programs. And you can simply go to Mighty Oaks Run, MightyOaksRun.com, and uh, that'll get you to the right place. You can do that. That would be wonderful. Take some time. Jump over to Life Audio, LifeAudio.com. You can find other great podcasts and uh, so appreciative for their support in all of this as well. Thank you for joining me this week. Look forward to talking to you next time. Many of our veterans feel they need to fight their battles alone. This self-isolation has led to the staggering statistic of more than 20 veterans taking their lives every day. The mission of Mighty Oaks is to eradicate the veteran suicide epidemic and help our warriors change their legacies. We've been able to help over 4,000 veterans and first responders by equipping them with the tools they need to live the lives they were created to live. Our faith-based, peer-to-peer approach has one of the highest success rates of any program available today, offering hope and understanding to those who need it most. By aligning their lives to biblical principles, these men and women are able to lead their families, their communities, and our nation. It's your generosity that can make a difference in the lives of the men and women who have fought for our country and our freedoms. Now that they're home, don't let them fight alone. Learn more at MightyOaksPrograms.org. Hello, hello, Quinice Petway here, co-host of the Your Daily Bible Verse podcast. Are you someone who loves to take a deep dive into God's Word, one verse at a time, to explore His will for your life and desire to draw closer to Him? If that sounds like you, I'd love to invite you to head over to lifeaudio.com and search your daily Bible verse to tune in and subscribe for daily inspiration, life application, and spiritual transformation through the in-depth exploration of God's Word.